0: Friends, the world is experiencing a new wave of food shortages. Even Biden warned us to prepare. Let him help you. There's no better way to use your tax rebate than to get the long-term emergency food storage you've been wanting. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and stock up while you can. We recommend My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. Right now you can save $150 off their three-month emergency food kit which gives you a wide variety of delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. You won't go hungry when you have this food on hand. Remember, the unthinkable could happen any day now, and you will need emergency food to get you through it. No question about it. So go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and save $150 off each three-month emergency food kit you need. Get one per person. Your shipment will arrive quickly in unmarked boxes for your privacy. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com. That's preparewiththinkaboutit.com.
1: Et euh, j'ai accompagné des, des volontaires français, c'est-à-dire que vous savez il y a un certain nombre il y a eu un appel au début de, du président Zelensky qui a demandé à, aux, aux, à des volontaires internationaux qui souhaitaient qu'il y avait des expériences de combat et donc j'ai, j'ai accompagné trois français dont un qui, avait une, qui a déjà été militaire avant et deux qui avaient combattu ensemble au Rojava avec, contre les, Kur, enfin avec les Kurdes contre Daesh donc des gens qui avaient des expériences militaires euh, j'ai passé plusieurs jours avec eux et j'ai eu la surprise et eux aussi de découvrir in fine que pour pouvoir aller dans l'armée ukrainienne et eh bien euh, Euh, c'est les Américains qui sont à la manœuvre. C'est-à-dire que nous, on a failli se faire arrêter. Euh, on a été confronté à un, un Américain qui est venu nous dire « Ici, c'est moi qui commande. Mmh. Ce n'est pas les Ukrainiens qui commandent, c'est moi qui commande. Je parle de la formation et de l'enrôlement dans l'armée ukrainienne de volontaires internationaux. »» Voilà. Le type a même donné son, son nom, euh, c'est un ancien euh, de la guerre d'Irak, j'ai, j'ai fait mes vérifications, c'est un reportage qu'on peut retrouver dans, dans le Figaro Magazine de cette semaine. Euh, j'ai été extrêmement surpris de la violence des propos euh, de cet Américain, du fait qu'il nous a pris pour des volontaires au début, quand il a vu qu'on était des journalistes, il nous a dit dégager, après il était un peu plus... Euh, mais. En l'occurrence, c'était, c'est moi qui commande, vous enlevez les, les puces de vos portables, surtout les puces internationaux, on vous donnera d'autres puces, etc. Et ensuite, on signe un contrat, contrat jusqu'à la fin de la guerre. Et qui est à la manœuvre Eh bien, ce sont les Américains. Je, je l'ai vu de mes yeux vus. C'est pas, euh, alors, ce, ce n'est pas l'armée américaine officiellement, je évidemment, vous comprenait on va pas le dire, mmh. mais en l'occurrence, c'est quand même quelque et chose d'influence. Ouais. C'est quand même assez significatif. On sait que euh, là, hier, ils ont ils ont euh, ils ont comment envoyé une centaine de, de comment de nouvelles armes qui s'appellent des switchblades, qui sont des, des sortes de drones qu'on envoie par mortier et ensuite qu'on peut téléguider des donc des nouvelles armes. Ils, officiellement, ils l'ont fait et ils vont le faire. Donc ils ont Quand même opéré par rapport à ce que dit euh, euh, Karim, c'est quand même la vérité. Euh, moi, j'ai eu l'impression un petit peu quelque part que cette guerre, au-delà de l'aspect euh, romantique, je veux dire, j'ai l'impression d'être avec les brigades internationales et in fine, je me, suis, je me retrouve avec le Pentagone, quoi, en face. Power failure? No, I don't know what it is.
2: Tony, what the
0: hell is going on? Daddy! Hey, what are you doing here? Don't Skynet, where's the system core? Somewhere in this building? Skynet, the virus is infected. Skynet. Skynet is the virus. It's the reason everything's falling apart.
1: Skynet has become self-aware. In one hour, it will initiate a massive nuclear attack on its enemy.
2: What enemy? Us, humans. The first mass quarantine in human history began in the central Chinese city of Wuhan that was back in the beginning of 2020. Within days, pictures and videos of what was happening there began to appear on English language social media. And at the time, the images were shocking to everyone in the West. The Communist Party of China had effectively imprisoned 11 million people simultaneously. The citizens of Wuhan were confined by government order to their apartments, and those who tried to leave sometimes found themselves welded inside. Some of them starved to death. Authorities in hazmat suits dragged screaming citizens into vans and then drove them to internment camps. Watching this, you could barely believe it. China seemed to have gone insane, moving from authoritarian to dystopian in a single day. So this was the world's introduction to COVID-19, a virus we later learned the Chinese government itself helped create. Looking back, it all seems like a bad dream. COVID panic has now ended. The virus no longer constitutes a public health crisis in this or any other country. And it's clear in retrospect that government lockdowns, whatever their motives, in the end hurt far more people than COVID itself did. The much-touted vaccines, meanwhile, provided nowhere near the protection the drug companies had promised, and at the same time came with significant risks that even now have not been openly discussed. So at this point, knowing all this, as everybody does, countries all over the world are lifting their coronavirus restrictions. Next will come the apologies. And then in the free countries, at least, lawsuits and criminal charges against the people who did this. So we're just beginning to reckon with the nightmare that all of us have lived through. And it's impossible to imagine living through it again. But in China, they are living through it again. The government of China has just completely shut down the city of Shanghai. Shanghai is the biggest city in the country. It's one of the largest cities in the world. More than 25 million people live in Shanghai. And the lockdown there is, by all accounts, more brutal and more far-reaching than anything we saw in Wuhan two years ago. Watch. Well, if you think Wuhan 2020 was bad, welcome to Shanghai 2022. This has been like
0: no other lockdown, and it's in the country's cosmopolitan and most affluent financial hub of all places. So this door behind me, this is my exit to the outside alleyway. And late last night, I heard them taping up my door, along with doors of my neighbors they're placing a paper seal so as to keep it closed some buildings with positive cases inside
2: well they're locked shut from the outside they're using bicycle locks and padlocks just to keep people in you have the largest prison camp in human history anyone who tests positive for covid is shoved into a van and then taken to a quarantine camp So where are those vans going? Well, here are pictures of a quarantine camp in China. The child you just saw may be there now. Many thousands of Chinese citizens are. At this camp, mattresses are strewn on the floor of cells. There's no water. There's just one shared toilet. Just days ago, the inmates you see here were living ordinary lives in their own homes. Now they're in prison. What happened to the lives they left behind? What happened to the dogs and cats they left at home? Well, chances are Chinese police beat those dogs and cats to death on the street. That's happening tonight all over Shanghai, a mass slaughter of pets. And we hesitate even to show this to you it's too horrible but it's also real and we thought you should know. The uh, COVID prevention worker was caught on camera bashing
0: to death a pet corgi. Apparently this happened after the pet's owner had tested reportedly positive for COVID-19 and taken away to a quarantine center. It was a resident in the compound who filmed this video and filmed how this health worker used a shovel to strike the corgi three times before the pet dog died on the scene.
2: A corgi beaten to death with a shovel. In China, that's COVID. Protection. The Chinese government has also confiscated some huge but unknown number of house cats from people's homes, thrown them in bags, and left them on sidewalks to be killed. But it's real, and you should know exactly what the authorities are talking about when they say the Chinese government is responding to COVID. There are videos like that one all over social media. So the Chinese government isn't denying this is real and it's not apologizing. Lang Wanyan is a spokesman for China's National Health Commission. Effectively, he is China's Tony Fauci. This is video shot by a resident of one of Shanghai's countless apartment towers. What you're hearing in this video are the screams of the people trapped inside. Has there ever been a clearer picture of what hell is like? 25 million people imprisoned in concrete apartment blocks, screaming for help and slowly starving. In the words of a Western journalist called Jep who was apparently stuck in Shanghai, quote, this is the biggest, richest, most international city in China and people are starving without medicine, without freedom. Parents are separated from their children, the military is on the streets, and Shanghai's optimism has ground to a halt. But it's worse than that. Some in Shanghai are so desperate they are crying out for food, watch.
0: And people are complaining that stores have run out of food and it's nearly impossible to schedule deliveries because couriers can't keep up with the demand. One man in Shanghai documenting the shortages on Twitter says, we had three deliveries that were booked to deliver today, all three were canceled social media videos not verified by NBC News described as protests by people desperate to get food and medicine store shelves cleared out this man on the street yelling what am I supposed to buy what am I supposed to eat In some areas drones telling people to stay home control your soul's desire for freedom it says and in this video the residents yell at the police at one point they say we are starving
2: we are starving, they scream at stony face police as drones overhead tell them to stop longing for freedom. This is again the richest city in China and you never thought you'd see anything like this. So the question is, what is going on here? Obviously it's not about COVID, let's stop pretending. Shanghai does not have a COVID crisis. Even if Shanghai did have a COVID crisis, we know perfectly well from recent experience, this is not the way to handle a COVID crisis. So from the perspective of China's central government, the problem is not COVID, The problem is Shanghai itself. Shanghai is probably the freest place in China. It's certainly got more foreign nationals than any city in China. They're drawn by the trade that revolves around its historic port. So by Chinese standards, Shanghai is an independent-minded city. And that's the problem. For authoritarians, independent-mindedness is the main threat. If you're the head of the Communist Party of China and you're trying to run a highly volatile country of 1.4 billion people from Beijing, naturally your top concern always will be shanghai shanghai is the one place a meaningful insurrection might start and that's especially true this year xi jinping the chinese autocrat is set to take a third consecutive term beginning in the fall now that was not supposed to happen there were term limits in china but four years ago the chinese communist party did away with those term limits and xi jinping can now rule the country forever So the question is, is anyone in the Biden administration, which is constantly lecturing us about democracy and human rights, said anything about this? Has the State Department issued an angry denunciation of Xi Jinping? Is the U.S. government threatening sanctions against China for building the world's largest prison camp? Well, of course not. Effectively, our leaders are defending what China is doing. Here's Tony Fauci admitting on camera he will never criticize the Chinese government.
3: We spoke to one of the WHO investigators who've been to Wuhan to investigate how the virus started, and they were prevented from seeing key details and and from speaking to key people. Why do you think the Chinese government did that?
0: You know, um, I don't want to create any or or, or mention any, any disparaging remarks about that, but the Chinese are very closed uh, in a way of being very reluctant, particularly when you have a disease that evolves in their country. They become extremely secretive, even though there's no reason to be secretive. I think they were very concerned and maybe embarrassed that the virus evolved from their country, but there's nothing
2: wrong with that. Yeah, so they lied about an international pandemic that they clearly had a hand in creating, but according to Tony Fauci, there was, quote, nothing wrong with the Chinese government lying about COVID. There's certainly nothing wrong with starving the population of Shanghai. He would have said so if there were. In fact, Shanghai may be a model. A longtime Harvard epidemiologist called Eric Feigelding just wrote an op-ed explaining that we should all be grateful for the atrocities the Chinese government is committing in Shanghai tonight because they're in, quote, everyone's interest. A health security expert called Nicholas Thomas just told CNN that Shanghai is an inspiration to the world's leaders, quote, The legacy of Shanghai will see a return to mass lockdowns for larger cities in the near to medium term. And if you watch carefully, you can see all of this taking shape. And why wouldn't it be taking shape in this country? We've got midterm elections coming and the ruling party is predicted to be in tough shape. So they're doing something about it. In the city of Philadelphia, authorities just announced the return of an indoor mask mandate. Is there science to justify this? Philadelphia has a seven day average of two COVID deaths two COVID deaths in a city of 1.5 million people over a week. Now, of course, when your strategy is, quote, COVID zero, two dead from COVID is more than enough to justify another mass quarantine. According to a report tonight, the Biden administration plans to bring back its lunatic vax mandate for federal employees. And, of course, the mask mandate remains in effect for all commercial air travel in this country, though not for Nancy Pelosi's private plane, despite no scientific evidence at all that it works. But you must obey anyway, and they're making sure. At Love Field in Dallas, two robots, known as Security Control Observation Towers, Scott for short, scan the crowd to make sure that everyone is in compliance. Now with facial recognition software, the robots could know exactly who the disobedient are. We're just beginning to see the outlines of the repression that COVID has made possible. That's the point. And if you want what the future looks like, you can look at China and shiver. In the state of California, the state is starting to pull funding from any school that won't comply with a new mandate, a vaccine mandate for children. Joe Biden endorses that. Inject your children with a drug with no actual benefits or no education for your family. <laughs> We don't have
3: uh, workable democratic models for a global government. Um, So maybe it would look more like ancient China. Given the dangers that we are facing, I think the imperative of having some kind of real ability to force through difficult decisions on the global level Force through difficult decisions on the global
1: level
3: (coughs) is more important than almost anything else. What are humans for? As far as we know, for nothing. For nothing. I mean, there is, <laughs> there is no great cosmic drama, some great cosmic plan that we have a role to play in it. Uh, and we just need to discover what our role is and then play it to the best of our ability. Uh, this has been the story of all religions and ideologies and so forth. But as a scientist, the best I can say, this is not true. There is no universal drama with a role in it for homo sapiens. I mean, there is nothing that, I don't know, Goebbels, Joseph Goebbels didn't know about all this idea of fake news and uh, and post-truth. He famously said that if you repeat a lie often enough, people will think it's the truth, and the bigger the lie, the better. Mm. because uh, people won't even think that oh something so big can be, can be a lie. And um, I think that fake news have been with us for thousands of years. Um, just think of the Bible. So the next step is we turn our gaze inwards and we say, OK, um, getting control of the world outside us did not really make us satisfied. Let's now try to gain control of the world inside us. This is the big, really big project of Mm. science and technology and industry in the 21st century will be to try and gain control of the world inside us, Mm. to learn how to engineer and produce bodies and brains and minds. Engineer and produce bodies and brains and minds. These are likely to be the main products of the 21st century economy.